0: Breastfeeding is a commitment and it can be challenging at times. And sometimes the smallest gesture of kindness or a complimentary word can really help build up a breastfeeding mom's confidence and keep her nursing for as long as possible. What can you do to support the breastfeeding mom in your life? We've got some great ideas for partners, grandparents, and friends. We're the Boob Group. I use a breast pump I hand express milk for my baby I
1: exclusively breastfeed I use a nipple shield
0: I breastfed after a c-section
1: I use a milk bank I breastfeed in public whenever I feel like it
0: I pump at work
2: I breastfeed with a cover
1: I breastfeed twins I give my baby bottles I made my
0: own supplemental nursing system I supplement with formula I talk to my baby while I breastfeed I'm breastfeeding as a survivor of sexual abuse When I have extra milk, I share it with other their moms
2: we are equal we are the boob group
0: Welcome to the Boob Group. We're here to support all moms wanting to provide breast milk to their babies. And I'm Sunny Galt. I am co-hosting the show today with a few other mamas that you're going to meet in just a second. If you haven't yet, we encourage you to download the New Mommy Media Network app. It gives you easy access to all of the podcasts that we produce within the New Mommy Media shows that includes the Boob Group. We also have some great programming for pregnant moms and moms who've just had their babies and parents of twins, lots of good stuff there. And if you download the New Mommy Media Network app, you can get access to all of the podcasts and brand new episodes are uploaded as soon as they are available. Another option for you is to subscribe to our podcast through iTunes and you can get the latest episodes downloaded to your mobile device automatically that way. If you do happen to be on iTunes, we do ask that you leave us a review. It really does help us make the show as good as it possibly can be. And I know we've had some format changes recently. And so we really like just to know what you think. And it also helps other parents find our our show. So uh, the more input that, you know, people give on the shows, that's how people find them in iTunes. So iTunes recommends shows based on comments and uh, all the feedback that you leave for us. So uh, please check that out and leave us a review. So let's meet the mamas that are joining our conversation today as we talk about ways to support a breastfeeding mom. Shannon, let's start with you. Tell us a little bit about yourself and your family.
2: Hi, my name is Shannon. I am a stay-at-home mother. I have two kids. Um, Gabriella is two and Emerson is seven months. I'm also a photographer. So I spend a lot of time juggling picking crackers out of the car seats in my vehicle (laughs) and rushing off to photo shoots.
0: (laughs) Oh, and who are you breastfeeding now?
2: I am breastfeeding Emerson. Oh,
0: awesome. Okay, and Jennifer, tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Hey, I'm Jennifer Whedon-Palazzo. I am an actor turned writer, producer of comedy videos for moms, and I'm the mama of two. My oldest is a five-year-old boy who I breastfed till he was almost two, and I'm currently nursing an eight-month-old girl.
0: And you are the mastermind behind Mom Cave TV, which is what you were talking about. So, you guys yeah. make sure you check it out, especially if you just need just a quick little video to just lift you up, because our videos are so funny. So, check them out on YouTube, and uh, might be a good thing to do while you're breastfeeding if you just need a little bit of a break. We saying- have a
1: whole web series about. Um, awkward Moments in Nursing called Double <laughs> J. so check that out. <laughs> I there love one it. one where it's
2: like, I dropped the phone on my baby's head and then hope they didn't wake up.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of us have done that. Yes. Yes. I love it. I love it. Okay. And I'm Sunny, so I'll be kind of moderating our conversation today, and I have four kids of my own. My oldest is five, a boy, and then I have a three-year-old boy, and then I have twin girls who are about two and a half. I am currently breastfeeding my two-and-a-half-year-old girls. They are my breastfeeding success story in my own mind. Um, I wasn't able to do everything I wanted to do with my boys. I did breastfeed them, but not for as long as I liked, would have liked. And uh, it's amazing. I I say this to people, and they look at me like I'm crazy. But I I actually personally found it easier to breastfeed twins than I did singletons. And I think that had a lot to do with just supply and demand. They were constantly on the boob, and so my supply never dipped down. So anyways, uh, love breastfeeding breastfeeding and I'm excited to bring this episode to you guys today because I think we can, you know, we can all learn, learn something about how to support a breastfeeding mom. I think this is one of those great episodes that, you know, if someone says, how can I help? You can say, well, first of all, you can listen to this podcast mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it'll give you every idea you ever needed to know about how you can help me out. Um, so hopefully this is a good resource for all the breastfeeding mamas to have in their back pocket out there. Uh, so we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. <laughs> All right. So before we uh, start into today's episode and and provide you guys with some great tips on how to help breastfeeding moms, there is a news headline that I want to talk about. Uh, I actually found this on Yahoo Uh, just yesterday. I was looking for articles and the, the headline for this is why no one can stop talking about this woman breastfeeding at a wedding. Okay, so uh, I will post the link to our Facebook page so you guys can check it out. Uh, but there is a mother, and apparently it's an Australian mom, and she uploaded a photo to Instagram of her breastfeeding her son, and it's gone viral. So in the photo, she is going for a sip of water. Uh, it is at a black tie wedding, and um, it, it says here she's not the only one having a drink. So is her little boy, Jonah. So mm-hmm. she's, she has this beautiful, uh, I think, green dress on. She's To the nines, she's having a sip of water and she's uh breastfeeding her baby, and her baby's looking up at her. Um, it's really kind of nice, um, and it kind of you know goes along with the the hashtag normalized breastfeeding. Listen, we you know are going to be in you know positions and and places where we're going to have to breastfeed our baby, and it doesn't our babies don't care if we're wearing a floor length dress, Mm. our babies need to eat when our babies need to eat. (laughs) <laughs> and therefore um i think she put on here um maybe as you know part of the what she wrote in, in instagram was uh, just me and my baby having a drink got to do what you got to do wedding or not Hashtag normalized Hmm. breastfeeding. So and oh, and her little boy just saw the full the full photo because it was cropped there for a second. But he's like in this cute little suit and shoes and uh, it's awesome. Okay, so um, ladies, what do you think about this? Um, You know, us posting photos of us just doing everyday, you know, everyday things. Um, What do you think, Jennifer? I
1: love it. I love it. (laughs) I went to a wedding a couple of months after my daughter was born and I tried on every dress in my closet and it had to have two criteria it had to fit obviously and it had to have boob access it's really hard to find a dress with boob access so she did that go her um I had a one a shoulder you know one shoulder dress so I could only nurse from one side at that wedding but anyway I think it's awesome because babies are such a part of our lives and our families and events like weddings and feeding your baby is the most normal beautiful thing you can do so why go you know go to the bathroom and hide away from the wedding when she's just doing like a family thing at a wedding. I love it. Exactly. Uh, Shannon is a photographer. Obviously, this is just a quick photo she grabbed, you know, probably with her (laughs) cell phone or
0: whatever. But what do you think of the photo?
2: I think it's great. It resonates with me, especially because there have been shoots um, when Gabriella was younger, where my husband's in the military. So if he was away or anything like that on the weekend, I would strap her to my back in the Tula and I remember one shoot where she was with me and I was about five months pregnant with Emerson and I had to pause the shoot and just say hey she's hungry I gotta nurse her so (laughs) (laughs) you gotta do what you gotta do I totally understand that and I I think it goes very far to normalize it yeah.
0: Yep, absolutely. Yeah, even if you're in a photo shoot, exactly. babies still need to eat, right? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It's it's a nice photo, and she looks fantastic. Hey, if you can look fantastic. I don't always look fantastic when I'm breastfeeding my baby, yeah. so I give no. her a lot of props yeah. <laughs> for just the, the beauty of how how she's doing this and, and able to compose herself and keep it all together. because Especially when I have twins coming at me from both angles, man. I mean, it's something out of National Geographic. So. <laughs> <laughs> I give her a lot of props. <laughs> anyway, we'll go ahead and we'll post this to our Facebook page so you guys can check it out. All right, so today we're talking about how to support a breastfeeding mom. What can you do, whether you are her partner, you are her parent, in-laws, or you're her best friend or just an acquaintance? What, what can we do to help each other out? Uh, so let's kind of go through this list. The, the first half that we're going to talk about before our commercial break is to kind of go through what the partner can do. So um, I have some ideas here. I'll kind of mention them. And ladies, if you want to chime in and kind of give your two cents on this. Uh, so the first point that I wanted to bring up, is the, a partner can learn about breastfeeding. And that can happen in a couple different ways. Uh, obviously, they can learn about it before the baby arrives. So that's kind of, you know, uh, being proactive in, in the whole learning about breastfeeding. The other thing is, is even after the baby's born, let's say, you know, you, whatever happened, you, you weren't able to do it before the baby was born. I still think there's things that you can do afterwards. Uh, Jennifer, what do you think? Learning about breastfeeding. You think that's helpful?
1: I think it would be completely helpful. I wish there was like a a manual for husbands or partners about learning about breastfeeding, like for them, because I feel like they can't relate so much at uh, reading what we're reading. So yeah. if, if there was something geared specifically toward them, but if, if you could, you know, find articles that you thought would be in small bites that they could take that would explain it and, and give them that, that would be awesome. Exactly. Shannon?
2: I agree with that. I think that learning um, ahead of time is so important because it helps set the the stage for what the mom is going to be going through, how she's going to be feeling, um, how you can encourage her when she does not feel like breastfeeding. I really, really think that preparation is key.
0: You know what I like about this is that I think it would facilitate more conversation between the partners about, you know, what they're about to undergo together because uh, breastfeeding is, even though the mom is, is doing it, it it's still very much uh, a, a joint. What would you, what would you call that? Like, adventure? <laughs> yes, a joint venture. A joint venture is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> it really does take uh, you know support from your significant other to really get through it, um, because there are going to be some challenging times. And I know from my own personal experience, um, I did a breastfeeding class. It was just like a a couple hours, you know, mm-hmm. um, while I was pregnant, I think it was in my third trimester. And it was good to go to the class. But I had like a gazillion questions afterwards. And I went by myself. And in hindsight, I really would have liked to have brought my husband to it because I could have said then what I don't understand what this was about. Do you have any idea? And, and just having that kind of dialogue, I think would have been really helpful. Because Later on, if, you know, I had the same question, maybe he could have remembered, oh, yeah, remember when we did that class and blah, 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 blah. So, yeah, learning about breastfeeding and uh, just kind of getting a heads up on what's involved, especially if it's your first baby. I think that can definitely help. The next point is discuss your breastfeeding goals with your partner. uh, And and that just goes back to be part of the process. So. Shannon, what do you think about this?
2: I agree with that as well. (laughs) So I think that um, I was very vocal to say that, hey, I want to nurse Bree until she's at least one years old. Anything after that is gravy. So when I was feeling discouraged or I just didn't want to do it, setting the stage first and having my husband educate himself on what was entailed in breastfeeding and what I might be feeling really helped him encourage me so that if I didn't want to nurse right then, he could say, you know what, it's still nursing if you... You pump a bottle, and they're still getting the good milk. So I, th- I think that's a great point.
1: And Jennifer, did you guys talk about breastfeeding goals? Not at all. Before before our first child, <laughs> <trial. laughs> we were, you know, when you're having your first kid, I think you're there's so many things, and you're so overwhelmed. Like, and so we it didn't even occur to us to talk about the breastfeeding goals beforehand. It was just like, yeah, that's how I'm going to feed the kid, right? And then once the baby came, I found that sometimes we we should have talked about it because we had very different ideas about how long to breastfeed or how to do it. And so now with our second, we're more in tune, but it would have helped to have that conversation beforehand. Um, So the third point
0: is tell her she's doing great. I, I love this this positive affirmation because and, and you hear this all the time, but even if you have more than one child, every child you have breastfeeds a little bit differently or more, may have more challenges or less challenges. Every experience is just different, right? So, and a lot of times, I think because it's so individual towards the baby that we question a lot. You know, we're not lactation consultants. You know, we don't really know exactly what's happening. We may have been to some classes, but for the most part, I think it's just natural for us to question, especially when things Start to go wrong, right? Or we perceive things as not going the way we intended. Absolutely. So that positive affirmation, you know, is sometimes helpful. Uh, Shannon, was, you know, positive affirmations, was that uh, important to you? And does that continue to be important to oh, you as you brush feet?
2: It's yeah. so instrumental. So what people say when you're pregnant with your second is, oh, the next baby is going to be so different. And, you know, I i don't know if other people did this, but I was kind of like, oh, it's not going to be that different. But it actually turned out that Gabriella, my first, would nurse for 45 minutes every two or three hours on the clock. And Emerson came along and he would nurse for maybe maybe 10 minutes. And he'd be full. And that was it. He was very efficient at the breast. So I think that when I had him, I was very questionable. Like, is he getting enough milk? He was 10 pounds at birth. So it was a big thing. Like, how am I going to maintain this beast? And um, having that feedback and having John having educated himself really, really helped confirm that I was doing the right thing and that I just needed to keep going.
1: And Jennifer, the positive comments is, has that helped you? It helps so much. It helps, especially if your, your partner has an appreciation of that you're feeding, <laughs> your body is making the milk to feed the child that belongs to both of you and that you're yeah. doing this thing that's so good for the child. It, it just makes you feel good with, if they appreciate that.
0: I know the other day, my husband made some sort of comment and he, he my husband, you know, I, I don't want to paint a bad picture of him, but he, I don't get a lot of compliments. We're just really busy and it, it's tough. It's tough. You know, we got a lot of little kids and it, we're, we're lucky if we can give each other a quick kiss. So, you know, it, it's tough. It's tough to think outside the box and think about compliments and stuff like that when you, you know, you're just constantly busy and frazzled with your kids. Um, but I remember the other day he, he did say something about, you know, you're just, you're just a really good mom or, so, or something Aww. like that. And my heart just melted. I was just and i know that's not specific to breastfeeding but i know that's
2: one of the that what you do when you're a good mom it is,
0: it is. i mean it was children. one of those things yeah that i that i do for my babies because it's important to me right and yeah. so part of that is you know what i do it as a mom the things that are important to me and what what i think helps my kids and so um sometimes it's easy to kind of overlook it because we get used to sometimes i wonder like he sees me all the time like nursing my twins you know and sometimes i'm wondering you know just Look over and just think, oh my gosh, her shirt's unbuttoned again, or oh my gosh, <laughs> you know, you are know, going it's just
2: funny again.
0: I <laughs> Well, because, you know, I mean, I, I don't know because I can't – I don't see it from that perspective, right? I, I, I'm just nursing my babies. I totally I
2: understand know. that because I, I have the same feeling sometimes when Emerson is on me. I'm just like, again? We're doing this again right now? Yeah. So-
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like- <laughs> yeah. And does your yeah. significant other look at that and be like, oh, you know, those oh, used goodness. to be mine or what <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> Right. <laughs> or, 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 so it's nice to hear those compliments because it it reassures us that uh, you know that that they are appreciative you know of, of us doing this because you know as we it's mentioned earlier, yeah, it's a lot earlier, of work, yeah, lot work. and yeah. it saves You're,
2: money. So it's- that's the biggest <laughs> that's thing. Like true. when when my husband is like, "You're gonna nurse him here," I'm like, "Look, I, we could have stopped at the store and spent fifteen dollars on formula, but." <laughs> This really? is free. I've already made the food. Like, why not give it to him? You know,
0: <laughs> I don't want to just spoil, do you? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. So For all the mamas out there that have uh, husbands that, um, you know, are, are really watching the wallet, just bring bring up the money factor. There you go. Exactly. That's, that's it's definitely helpful. an
2: angle I play up.
0: Nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the next point is, uh, give the mama some breaks, especially during those nighttime feedings. And and I think there's a lot of ways that you can support mom by, you know, just helping, you know, to, you know, to get her something like a drink of water or, I mean, keep in mind if she's breastfeeding, she usually her hands are tied, right? She's doing, you know, a bunch yeah. of other things and, you know, it's, it's tough to do those extra little things. And, and, and honestly, when we're so focused on our babies, we're forgetting, to take care of ourselves a lot, right? That and so, so we're kind of relying, um, in a way on our, our significant others to do that. So how important are breaks to you, Shannon? They're
2: so instrumental. <laughs> They're a big part <laughs> of my life. Um, one of the things that I tend to forget is that I need a break. So with Gabriella, um, I was a first-time mom and was breastfeeding and I had all the support all the time because I was very vocal about asking about it. <laughs> and second time around with Emerson, I was like, I got this. I'm vacuuming the floor. I'm holding the baby. <laughs> on the boob. I don't need any help. And sometimes my husband just had to be like, you're about to melt down. Can yeah. you just please have a seat over here? I'm going to bring you some water. Put your feet up. Relax and nurse him. You don't have to do the dishes while you hold baby at the breast. It's not that serious. So I think it's really, really important. And
1: Jennifer, go ahead. Oh, so everything you just said, it's so hard, (laughs) especially if, if you have a baby that nurses a lot, which both of mine did where it was like every hour, it's so hard to accomplish anything. And then you start to feel guilty because the dishes are piled up or, you know, you can't make dinner. And also when the babies, they want to eat at unpredictable times. So it's not like you can plan, okay, I'm going to make the dinner, then feed the baby. If the baby starts crying in the middle of making of the dinner, you know, you're going to feed the baby. So if, <laughs> if, you, if the partner can just jump in there you know, and be like, oh, I can finish this, That that's a huge help. Otherwise, you, you just feel like you can never get anything done.
2: Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's a huge, huge privilege to have a partner that's able to cook and like jump in there and is is excited to do so. So if you have that, definitely take advantage of it.
0: All right. And our last point uh, for the partners out there is to find her support if she needs it. Now support can come in, you know, a bunch of different ways. Uh, The thing that I thought of um, when writing this out is if a mom, you know, again, we're so engrossed in our babies. and, And a lot of times we just had the baby fairly recently. So, you know, our lives are kind of have totally changed within a short amount of time. If you are having some breastfeeding issues, it may not be, you know, the smartest time to then seek out support. Okay. Do do I have a board certified lactation consultant in my community? Is it part of my medical group? Um, who, you know, if, if I have the goal, like we talked about earlier, the goal to continue to breastfeed as long as possible, who is my support team with that, and um, to help implement that team? So that that could mean, in my opinion, that could, that could mean experts. So we talked about lactation consultants or educators um, or peer counselors or somebody like that that can help you with uh, any breastfeeding problems that you have. The other side of it is. just just the mental support, right? So that could be from other breastfeeding moms. Um, That could be definitely from your partner or from other friends in, in other ways. So what about support, Shannon? How important do you think that is?
2: Support is one of the most important things in breastfeeding because it can get very, very grueling and very, very exhausting to be there nursing your child constantly. So I think that you have to be very specific about building your team. So whether you have a lactation consultant or Or your partner is very supportive. I always like to do a little bit of overkill when I need some support. I call it building my tribe, my family, Mm -hmm. Um, whether or not it's your actual family or women in your neighborhood that have kids or that have gone through what you are dealing with right at that moment. I think that it's very, very crucial and it's critical to being able to achieve the goals that you want to do with your child while you're nursing them.
0: Yeah. And I think sometimes it's just having those resources on speed dial almost Mm -hmm. for your partner, because again, we, we get so caught up in what we're doing. We may feel a little bit guilty about like, I can't reach out to anyone because I should be able to handle this. Right. Right. You know, I should be able to figure this out. I have, I already had one baby and breastfed one baby. So I should know what's happening now. And we have a tendency to try to manage it ourselves as opposed to reaching out. And I think it would be really helpful for a partner to step in and be like, Hey, um, you know, I really think that this would really help or even just going out and reaching out to the friend and say, Hey, can you give her a call? Can you, you know, yeah. can you do this? Can you do that? Because a lot of times we don't, you know, we don't do it for ourselves.
1: Yeah, no, it's, it's so important because if the partner can take the impetus so that the, the, the breastfeeding mom doesn't feel embarrassed or ashamed, but there's just like this feeling of, I, I should know how to do this, I guess. So if yeah. they can alleviate yeah. that by like taking down the wall of the first ask, <laughs> approaching the person. <laughs> okay?
2: And so I think it's, I think it's important. And moms, I'm going to kind of admonish you here to be receptive to this, because if you're anything like me and you're stubborn and maybe a little bit hard headed even you'll just be like, no, I don't need help. I got this. And yeah. so when your partner and your support that you've built up and that you've made sure to educate this person that is going to be a help to you says something like, hey, you know, maybe call the lactation consultant or maybe call your friend that breastfed all five of her kids and ask her how she dealt with, you know, this particular issue, whatever you're dealing with, you kind of have to humble yourself and just be like, oh, yeah, you know what? I should call and not be like, no, I got this. This is not that hard. Millions of women have done this. And um, take the advice from your support person.
0: Yeah. Good advice, ladies. Okay, so we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to learn how grandparents and friends can help support a breastfeeding mom. We'll be right back. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Welcome back. Today we're talking about how to support a breastfeeding mom, and we have outlined the role that uh, partners have in this and how they can support breastfeeding moms. I'm sure there's other things we could add to the list, but we gave you guys a, a quick summary of the things we thought were most important. But what about people that might be a little bit more removed from the situation? So we're talking about your parents. You're talking about maybe in-laws, your friends, things of that sort. So the first thing <laughs> I think we can all agree with this on on our list here. Um, uh, trust her instincts and so we say her we're talking about the breastfeeding mom. Trust the breastfeeding moms instincts. So this could include on you know when she should feed her baby, how she should feed her baby. There is something to mother's instinct. Shannon, would you agree with that? Absolutely. We have these
2: instincts as women, as mothers, for a reason. And if we pay attention to the messages in society, we're like, oh, I'm going to doubt this, or I'm not going to follow this recommendation that I'm feeling is natural to me and my child. Um, so women have a tendency to ignore those or second guess themselves. And I'm just going to go ahead and say, don't do that. And, <laughs> um, for the support people who are, um, helping the mom, I think that when she is voicing um, something that she feels is right or something that she needs to do, I think that you need to step away and put aside what you think is best and support her in what she needs to do to care for her child because that's the most important thing.
0: I love that you – yeah, you were talking about encouragement a little bit because I think if, if a breastfeeding mom says, I think I need to do this, we may be a little wavy on, you know, on, on our stance on that. But someone saying, you know what? I think you know what's best for your baby. You know what I mean? Just that that whole feeding that. Just reinforcing what. Reinforcing. There you go. You You know, helping
2: her feel confident in what she's doing. And, you know, sometimes it may require that the in-laws or like even the breastfeeding mother's mom or whomever that has had their kids and nursed them to put aside what they know and their ego and what they think is best and to really highlight her and put her in the forefront and and help her do what she needs to do for her kid.
0: Jennifer did sure. you have did you ever have anyone question your your instincts when you were breastfeeding well
1: of course um <laughs> <laughs> who has not right i think yeah the 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 mother in law the mothers in law and the moms of the breastfeeding mom they they've done this before right so they're coming from a place of wanting to help and they see that you're overwhelmed or whatever and they want to give their advice of like well i did this and it worked and <laughs> first of all you, as the breastfeeding mom, you don't want to be like, you did that 25, 30 years ago.
2: <laughs> and my, husband actually, my husband actually said that to his mom, and it did not go over well. So don't
1: say that. That's what not to do. <laughs> don't but do that. If, if you can just remember that they're really trying to help, and if they can just remember to phrase it as, oh, this worked for me, but you do what you <laughs> need to do. Yeah. Right? you know? Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Our
0: next point is uh, encourage mom to feel comfortable nursing in front of you. I think I love this point. I think I think it's huge because even if we feel comfortable, let's say we're in our own homes. I know that I have a tendency to immediately think that anyone else coming inside of my house could have a problem with it. Mm-hmm. I guess I have a tendency to dwell on the negative a little bit. Like they they might have a problem, so I really need to find a cover. I need to do this or whatever. Because when I'm in my own house, I just usually let it flow. <laughs> I'm yeah. I just like, okay, you know, if I got yeah. two babies coming at me and both are taking a boob, there's no way to be nonchalant about breastfeeding. It is right. just going to happen. But I always get a little bit nervous. And I think this has kind of been a hindrance for me to get outside the house more and to go on playdates and stuff. Is because, you know, now we're going on two and a half years of breastfeeding and I don't know how other people are going to react, you know, and right. I, and I, I don't, it's not that I'm all, you know, I, I have to think about what's best for my baby. Like, I understand that. But I also, I don't like awkwardness. I don't like confrontation. I don't, I I want everyone to be happy and get along. <laughs> so <laughs> I guess, you know, I, I would really appreciate, I guess I should say this. I would really appreciate if someone said to me, listen, you know, if you need to breastfeed or whatever, I am totally cool with that. Even if that's how they felt, but didn't say it, I wish they would say it, Yeah, oh, yeah. you know.
2: My mother-in-law was really good about that. So prior to having Bria, she had never seen my boobs. And so.
0: <laughs> oh, really?
2: I don't know how it's done in your house, but that's how we did it <laughs> with our family. <laughs> but, um, so when Brie was born, I needed to nurse her. And my mother-in-law was like, look, I've seen them before. I've seen boobs. Do what you got to do to feed your baby. Um, and now, and this is common with second-time moms and moms. Moms who have three, four kids, they just kind of get into a rhythm and anybody who is uncomfortable just maybe needs to step out. So we were on um, vacation in Jamaica last week and um, Emerson is really aggressive when he wants to nurse. He's pulling at me and and it's very obvious to everyone else that, hey, <laughs> there's going to be a boob presenting itself real soon so if you're not comfortable <laughs> with that then you should probably excuse yourself um, when my father-in-law is in the room and it's convenient for me to go away to a quiet place then I'll do that mainly because Emerson is older now so he's distracted at the breast so he'll turn around and look at anything else um, yes. and leave my boob just hanging out with milk squirting out of it and that's <laughs> yeah. I, I don't, that makes me uncomfortable you know so <laughs> yeah. If, yeah. if I can move I will move if not Then I just kind of say, hey, if this is not your jam, then you might want to step away now.
0: You know, it's yeah. so funny you mentioned uh, your baby popping off and just kind of staring out into no man's land because I feel like my twins are doing that now and it's really annoying to me. And I find myself saying to them, listen, I'm not just going to be here just naked. So either yeah.
1: you're going <laughs> to nurse
0: or I'm pulling it up. And the moment I try to pull up my shirt or my bra or whatever, they're like, Nurs, nurse, nurse, And I'm like, Aww. listen, you have to make a choice. I like talk to him like an adult. Yeah. You need to make <laughs> smart decisions. <laughs> it's right. not smart decisions. Prior, prioritize
2: your needs. Right now, Do you need some <laughs> I you to watch Tiger. Like, get it because together.
0: <laughs> I don't like to just be naked. Even I know it's just my top. It's not like I take off my bottoms. But like, I don't want to just be out there. I don't. I mean, I have older boy. You know, I have a five year old and a three year old boy, and I keep thinking at some point, you know, I, like I don't know when it's. <laughs> yeah, well, I I'm, I'm just thinking like what are they what are they thinking right now? And obviously I want them to feel comfortable with breastfeeding, but not just mom going around with her shirt off. Like I'm not Absolutely.
1: about that. Absolutely. There's a difference, right? I have, my 5-year-old has said to me a couple of times, "Mom, your boob is out." Like cuz I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, so Jennifer is in a completely different camp
1: than me. <laughs> <laughs> I've given up, Sunny. I've just it's like it's, it's going to be there. But I think <laughs> with nursing in front of, uh, especially like fathers-in-law, the more that you do it, the more they'll get comfortable with it. the The first time or two, they're you know they'll blush or they'll try not to look. But the, the more that you do it, it'll desensitize them. So they'll get used to it.
0: That's a good yeah. point. Okay, a couple more points I want to get to real quick. Um, offer to help with chores so mom can concentrate on the baby. Do you guys have anyone come over and say, listen, let me just do some laundry
1: for you or let me cook the kids, you know, your other kids some food, Any, anything like that? Oh, that's the best. My mother-in-law did that a lot. We, my sister-in-law set up a meal train, which was great. Yeah. So that, And then the friends that brought the meals a lot of the time would stay and heat up the meal and talk to me, and I'd just be nursing. It was wonderful. Right. Oh, food is so – and it's so important for breastfeeding moms to have that food too, right?
0: So it helps in so many ways. Go ahead, Shannon. There was a point when I was nursing and nobody else was home
2: and um, my next meal on my meal train wasn't scheduled for a few hours and I text my neighbor. I was like, hey, I sat down to nurse and I don't have anything here. Can you bring me some crackers and like come (laughs) over and (laughs) – (laughs) can you do this and she was so great like it was it it was not something that i could have done if we weren't friends you know but i think that that again, it goes back to having support and being comfortable leveraging people. I had neighbors that would bring meals and um, my mom came to town. My mother-in-law came to town. um, My father came and we had a consistent stream of visitors from the time that Emerson was about three months up until just recently. So it was really, really helpful. And I love being able to like, hey, my laundry needs doing. Can you do that? (laughs) Or you pull and put away this laundry. I was actually just saying to my husband the other day, I was like, if we had another baby in nine months, we'd have like a full staff of people here cooking and cleaning (laughs) for us. And it seemed like a big plus to me, you know, because we're drowning in chores. And he's like, yeah, but then we'd have another human to raise. That's the (laughs) trade-off. Well, there's the other (laughs) side of that. Yeah, that (laughs) human we have to Uh, raise. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm not quite ready for a third human, so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so I uh, talked about doing chores for, um, for the mama to help her out. Um, we talked about meal train stuff. So coming over, providing a lunch or snacks that can help replenish her, give her the strength she needs to continue breastfeeding. Um, and the last one is avoid giving advice, which, oh, I, I feel like everybody kind of needs a lesson in this and we constantly need to be reminded about it. Because to Jennifer's point earlier, well-meaning friends or mother-in-law, laws or your own mother may be, you know, thinking about what worked for them and they want to help. And sometimes it doesn't come off um, as intended. Right, Shannon?
2: Absolutely. So my mom is huge about this. She has an advice for every situation. And sometimes (laughs) I'm just like, look, I didn't ask you, but I (laughs) appreciate, you know, I want to, I'm appreciative of her input. So I started framing things like, oh, you know, I didn't ask for you to share that with me, but I... (laughs) I'm appreciative you know, that you did share with me that experience so that maybe in the future I could use it when it's applicable. But I don't think I, I need that information right now. I'll just put it in my back pocket. And um, it didn't really cause too many problems. So that worked with my mom. Maybe you can frame it similarly and see if it goes yeah, over uh, well with your family.
1: <laughs> Go ahead, Jennifer. Any thoughts on that? I'm not quite as good as you. I would either just listen and nod or say say like i'll think i'll think about that thanks i'll think about that so yeah I'll Listen, that for if, future reference. if your
2: family members are sensitive or prone to arguments don't frame things the way that i do because my mom is <laughs> she just takes everything with a grain of salt and half the time i feel like she's ignoring me so
0: yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, it definitely depends on who's talking to you because, and the relationship you have with that person, right? Because if your friend is saying it, and you feel more comfortable with your friend, you can tell your friend, "Listen, that doesn't apply to me. You know, it doesn't apply to me. Whatever, yeah. you know." But if you're talking to someone else, like in-laws, uh, you may Oh yeah, to I could never say that
2: to my mother-in-law. She would never speak to me again.
0: <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> <laughs> right. We need to be respectful, right? Yeah, I mean, we Definitely absolutely. need to do that. All right. Nice, ladies. I think we created a pretty good list for our listeners out there. I want to thank you guys for being part of our episode today and for sharing your own personal experiences and your thoughts on all of this. Again, we're serious. Like, if someone wants to know how to help you, send them this episode and be like, this is how you can help me. It might be, you know, a much easier way to to talk about it than to have the face-to-face conversation. So thanks, for everyone, for listening. And uh, for our members of the Boob Group Club, be sure to check out our extra bonus content after the end of this episode Um, Our moms are going to share The best thing anyone has ever done To support them on their breastfeeding journey So we're going to try to narrow it down to one And really give some praise to that person So uh, we'll be right back
2: Step into the world of power Loyalty and luck I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse With family, cannolis And spins mean everything Now you want to get mixed up In the family business Introducing The Godfather At Chabacasino.com
0: So before we wrap up today's show, we have a boob oop. So this is a fun segment that we do where moms can submit their funny breastfeeding, pumping, anything related to breast milk story that they've got. And so uh, this one comes from Andrea. And uh, she says, when my little one was about eight months, I wanted to get some really beautiful pictures of me nursing her. I don't know if you are all familiar with the Picasso painting of the woman breastfeeding, but I have a print of that hanging in my living room. And I just think it's incredibly beautiful. Not that I expected to look like a... Picasso painting or anything. She says my sister agreed to take the pictures for me. She set up the room with several beautiful pieces of cloth. Then she draped uh, several pieces over me. We tried several positions. Uh, maybe we were trying too hard to get something really beautiful, but we were just <laughs> laughing and laughing hysterically. And she had me lay down with my little one beside me. Uh, she told me to stop laughing. I turned my face away from the camera and worked to control my laughing. She clicked. The next one, The little uh, my little one, slipped off during the picture. Uh, she says, I went to get the pictures developed at a one-hour photo place while we were shopping. And when she came back to get it, uh, she says, I walked in while he parked. And I guess her husband um, was parking the car. And she said, I decided to look through the pictures to see how they turned out. And she said, yep, when my daughter fell off, uh, there was accidentally a, a little bit of a nipple in one of the pictures. And she said uh, her face turned beet red. She thought of, you know, oh, my gosh, another worker has seen this. What am I going to do? She started laughing and the laughter almost turned to tears. Um, she said she was too embarrassed to look at the man behind the counter who had developed them. Um, so obviously a pretty funny experience for her. Uh, have you guys ever had, I mean, obviously, you know, Shannon, breastfeeding photos? Have you ever had any breastfeeding photos taken or done anything like this on your own? I had a similar experience. Um, like I
2: said, my husband is military. So I was nursing Gabriella while my mom was at a doctor. Doctor's appointment on the base because her husband's military as well. And this officer walked by in his full, like he was in uniform, like he was going to some sort of ceremony or something like that. And Gabriella turned and looked at him. And I saw him look at her and then he looked at me. And it was just, it was messy. So I can totally relate. <laughs> I can totally relate to the embarrassment. <laughs>
0: Totally. When they pop off like that, you never know what's going to happen. And you never know
2: when it's going to happen. You know, a siren can go by and the baby's just like, what's that? Oh, and then (laughs) you're just hanging out. (laughs)
0: <laughs> exactly. So exactly. All right. Well, we do appreciate when you guys send us um, these awesome boob oops. These these stories are super funny. So if you have one that you want to send in to us for us to read on the show, you can email us through our website at newmommymedia.com. You can also, through the website at newmommymedia, you can just click on that little gray button. It's on the side of the website. It says send voicemail. And you can use the uh, speaker, the uh, microphone that's built into your computer and send a voicemail that way. And we would love to hear these and talk about it on a future episode that wraps up our show for today thanks for listening to the boob group don't forget to check out our sister show Preggy pals for expecting parents newbies for newly postpartum moms parent savers for moms and dads with toddlers and twin talks for parents of multiples this is the boob group where moms know breast
1: this has been a new mommy media production the information and material contained in this episode are presented for educational purposes only statements and opinions expressed in this episode Please seek assistance from a qualified healthcare provider.
0: How would you like to have your own show on the New Mommy Media Network? We're expanding our lineup and looking for great content. If you're a business or organization interested in learning more about our co-branded podcasts, visit our website at newmommymedia.com. At LuckyLandslots.com. Available
2: to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. BGW Group. Void by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply.
0: Hey, mamas. Don't forget to check out Mighty Moms. It's our online community built for new moms just like you. Not only can you connect with other moms, but you can also join us backstage for special mom-only online events. And you'll also be notified when we're recording so you can join us as a special guest. Visit our website, NewMommyMedia.com, and click on the Mighty Moms banner. It's free. That's newmommymedia.com. See you there.